Yo, 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 how you living, how you feeling, how you doing this first choice fantasy. We're back today with another divisional breakdown. This week, AFC East, we got the Jets, we got the Dolphins, the the Bills, and the Patriots. I would say the NFC lease is leaser than the AFC least. Oh, by far, that's not even a question. Okay, good, as long as we're on the same page. That's, that's um, not, even, not even a debate. The Bills alone would probably have about as much talent as like all four NFC East teams mashed together. I mean, not really, because that's four teams, but you get where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, but since today we had the NFC or the AFC East, last week we had, East. what was it, the NFC? No, it was AFC, AFC North. North. We had the Steelers and the Bengals and the Ravens and the Browns. Um, did some, you know, record predictions. Alex does, Alex does those ones. And then Technically. we talked about, you know, their offseason additions. Draft picks, yada, yada, yada. Um, we're going to do the same thing this week and have a little fantasy breakdown for each team. You know what I'm saying? So um, before you, before we watch the video, before we get into this video, like, comment, share, and subscribe for the sake of us because we want you to. Um, also, check out firstchoicepodcast.com. we got a few articles up on there yet, uh, right now. Alex, do you have any articles coming up anytime soon? No. Fair, 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 fair. We are we are in the dog days of. If there's uh, any, if there's any that crop up in the old, uh, old brain factory, we'll give them a shout. Sounds like a plan. As of right now, we have uh, dynasty rookie rankings. We have Alex's redraft. Our rookies were picks and redraft, pretty much, right? Something like that. Something like that, and then uh, dumpster diving dynasty dash stash. Don't know what it's called. Something like that. Dumpsters. And uh, we got another one coming out here shortly as well. Brandon, you getting into the article writing at all? Eventually. Eventually. All right. Eventually. All right, Phil. All righty. Well, first team, Alex. Let's get right into it. I want to do the LeBron chalk thing, but I do not have any chalk, and I'm not LeBron. So, yeah, we'll just get into this. The New York Jest. Jet. Jest? Jest? New York Jest. Ooh. Jest, not chest. Uh, Jest. On my chest. The New York Jest, which is what Jets fans feel when they bring up the Jets. Just kidding. Nobody cares about the Jets. The Jets. All right. Lock it in now. Your coach. Fresh meat, boys. Robert Sala. I got to love the name, love the energy, and I love the fact that he looks like a great value brand, Vin Diesel. Don't know about the roster, though. That's it's kind of sketchy so far. Although, if anyone is going to turn this shit show around, this dude probably has the charisma for it. Although... Hopefully he turns out better than the uh, last couple defensive masterminds to leave the NFC West to be head coaches. Looking at you, uh, Gus Bradley, because that shit didn't go too well. So maybe it'll be better here. Uh, Your quarterback, the pretty boy himself. I don't don't know if anyone told him what he looked like on draft night, but, like, someone should have said to, like, knock it down a notch because we're playing football. You're just going to get made fun of for that. So – I'm just going to take the wait-and-see approach here. I watched a couple of BYU games, and, like, I can't really say I was blown away, but I'm not a scout. And I also can't say that I was paying a lot of attention as to, like, whether he's good or not. I just know that the NFL is a bit of a step up from the Texas states and North Alabamas of the world. So, good luck. 
Uh, how did the offseason go? I think this one is very much to be determined because the draft is really the only thing we're going to remember from this. Either Wilson's good or he isn't. That's pretty much the bottom one. I'm a pretty big Elijah Moore fan, and I think the guard from UFC they got, USC they got, it's going to be pretty good. But none of that's going to matter for shit if Wilson busts. So, again, no pressure, kid. Now, to help out Mr. Wilson, they brought in Corey Davis, Keelan Cole, and Tevin Coleman. What a way to greet the guy. You know, hey, man, welcome to the Jets. Here's a Tevin Coleman. He's going to help you out. Now, if you listen very closely, you can hear all the Michael Carter stands screaming in rage in the background. Hear it? You can hear it. Now, to be fair, I know I've been knocking them for this, but, like, everything that I have just said is about three times more than what they did for Sam Darnold in the whole three seasons he was there. So, honestly, Wilson should probably just be happy that they didn't strip him down, cover him in honey, and tie him to a tree in the middle of bear country. As for the rest of the offseason, that's pretty much it, I think. Uh, The Jets aren't interesting yet, but they're trying, so that's good. Prediction-wise, I honestly hope they're going to be somewhere in the mediocre range. Um, It's it's time for the Jets to just be the Jets again, not the Jets, despite the fact that I continue to refer to them as the Jets whenever they do anything. But, like, they deserve – at least move up to like regular mediocre and not trash can. So I think it's Detroit's turn to be the joke of the league. So I'm giving the Jets a four and 13 floor and an eight and nine ceiling. Still nothing special yet, but maybe we're getting there. I can dig it. I think that's definitely realistic. Um, yeah. This, this season's not about their record at all. It's about whether Zach Wilson looks competent. That's literally it. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's pretty much it. Nothing else matters. If they hit on every draft pick but him, it'll probably still be a failure. I agree. Uh, right, what do we got? What do we got fantasy-wise? We got Zach Wilson. I guess we can talk about him, eh? Sure. Brandon a bunch Dino. of unknowns. How are you feeling? How are you feeling about Wilson in a, I guess, dynasty? I don't even think – I think in a redraft, I don't even know if he's worth picking. Just because I don't think there's really – No. There's not – Really? really exceptional weapons on that team to really expect anything great for year one. So in this case, for me, it's more of a dynasty stash. So, I mean, unless you think um, Corey Davis is going to come in and blow up the world and Elijah Moore, rookie wide receiver, who, I mean, I don't know much about the guy, but I feel like he's probably the best receiver they've got. Uh, yeah on day one. So Denzel Mims to me is just, I think they're doing as much as they can to move on from him. And it's only been one year. Uh, And that's, that's the vibe I'm getting. It's not like, I mean, I referenced the Raiders. Uh, They drafted rugs and, and uh, Brian Edwards and didn't re- I mean, they added a few weapons, but they didn't draft a guy. They didn't bring in a free agent at the caliber of Corey Davis. I feel like Corey Davis is more than a what, – what, who would Raiders bring in? John Brown? I would say John Brown's better than Corey Davis, but what do I know? I think healthy John Possibly. Brown is better than yeah, Corey Davis. that's but... fair. I take injury in consideration with that, but – so did their contracts. Yeah, I'm just – I'm looking at the moves they're making, and it looks like Denzel Mims is in the background. Who knows? He might pop off, but 
You know? They love themselves some Keelan Cole. And they Dylan paid Cole. money for Davis, and they drafted Elijah Moore. And they kept Jameson Crowder. Oh, that, yeah, that too. It's yeah. just a lot of moves just burying Denzel Mims. That's what I see with those moves. It's like, God damn, why did we take Mims so early last year? So seeing as we are in the wide receivers, I guess, of this team, um, I would say get rid of Denzel Mims at all costs at this point, even though I was screaming his name pretty much earlier in the offseason. Everything just doesn't look good. You know, new coaching staff, um, bringing Corey Davis to pretty much take over what he does. Um, and he's working with the second team. I know it's early in the offseason still, but, like, Keelan Cole <laughs> – it rubs me the wrong way just because it's one year removed from being a second round pick. It's like, come on, come on, give him some. Yeah. Give him some what? Our Thago White side. Got a little something in my throat. Not even close to our Thago White side. Not even. He close. was a complete. He was a complete. They were picked at almost the same draft. You were just saying second round picks. I was just saying uh, that doesn't fair. mean shit. Well, no, it, it's second round draft capital. I mean, that's pretty substantial. Team yeah, just throws away a second round pick after barely using him just because you got a new coaching staff and you brought in the 28 year old free agent who hasn't hey done much. Wouldn't be the first time. It doesn't have to be the first time. It's just not a smart move, I would say. Especially when you, you're not in a win now mode. Why, like, what is the infatuation with Keelan Cole? What I'm is sorry, it? I don't know. That's you, just, you'd have to ask Joe Douglas. There are people I, with I'm infatuations Alex. with Keelan Cole. Yeah, the Jets have loved yeah. this man like for the last oh, like, the three Jets seasons. Have? Seriously? They've been yeah, apparently back when Joe Douglas was with the Eagles, they tried to trade for him. Yeah. Joe Douglas just cannot get enough of this man. I don't that's, know that's what it is. Him up in the dynasty. I mean, I don't mind Keelan Cole, but like I don't know anyone was like targeting this man. Joe Douglas. <laughs> Hard. Joe. I mean Joe more Douglas. power to you. To you. Joe. Um Douglas. Is Elijah Moore going to be a top 25 wide receiver? This year? No. Yeah. I would say he gets pretty damn close. I would definitely say top 30. I'm going to say that by the time the season's top over, his fair. scoring average will resemble that of an R- a wide receiver, too. I say high-end wide receiver three. I think that at the end of the back end of the first round, of your dynasty drafts where the running backs are kind of pushing him backwards, you should hop right on board that train. Any quarterback and or Michael Carter you see going before him, you should celebrate and happily snap him up afterwards. I agree. Speaking of running backs, Jeff Michael Carter (laughs) and other guys. Who are irrelevant. Technically existing. They aren't existing, though. Kevin Coleman exists for the first month of the season. He is a shell of the potential he once provided your teams. That's that's a running word potential, not actually, like, player. It was always potential. He was never the player you expected him to be. And Coleman had a couple what? solid It's going seasons. to stay that way. Solid. I mean, <laughs> maybe kind of, but like. He had a couple games, I, I would say. Game. Okay, games. Okay, games. A, games lot, of, a lot of running backs had a couple so games. You can't call it. Right. That's I mean, not good. A lot not of good. them. 
I'm sticking with he had some solid seasons. I'm not saying to go get him now, though. Uh, then they got Ty Johnson, the epitome of hype from years past. Hype is a strong word. He was hyped up. He was hyped up maybe by the Detroit fans. Yeah, for a couple of weeks, all of a sudden, Ty Johnson. What Detroit fans? I don't know. I was watching a. I was watching the Lions game back when they were talking about him. This little stretch of Ty Johnson week. It's like Shark Week, but Ty Johnson week. Who said Shark? And the announcers were like, "These Detroit fans are so excited about this young man, Ty Johnson. They really." And that's just airway filler. Detroit don't have fans. You should have caught that right away. Should have known that was oh, he's lying. He said Detroit fans. <laughs> They don't have they don't have fans. But yeah. Fuck out of here. And then Lamichael P. I I, I don't know. I, is P. I Ryan the about next him. guy? I think P. Ryan. I don't know. Might be the next guy up. Who knows? Probably the biggest threat to stealing touches from anyone in that in that offense because Ty Johnson doesn't exist and Tevin Coleman is already injured. Wait, is Lamichael P. Ryan is twenty three years old? How old did you think he was? Not my age. <laughs> you mean, are you looking for a lower or higher? No, he's older. I mean, maybe, where was he? You think it's Samaje. You think it's Samaje. Maybe Samaje P. Ryan. Yeah. That's got to be it. I believe Michael P. Ryan went to Florida, I think. And he was drafted by the Jets. Last In like year, yeah. the fourth round or maybe something. Maybe, even all, later maybe all this time I've been thinking it's to Michael P. Ryan. Sir Michael. <laughs> Sir Michael. Sir Michael. Sir Michael. Sir whatever is P. Ryan, the P. Ryan bros. P. Ryan bros, I don't think they're related, to be honest. No. Do not believe so. Well, they probably. <laughs> they're not relevant. You guys want to hear about something that is relevant, though? Yeah, uh, you go ahead. If you say Chris Herndon, I'm leaving. Yeah. Kenny Kiboa. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I disagree, but you didn't say Chris Herndon, so I'm not going to leave. Fair. I, I think oh, Yabo is a nice little uh, dynasty stash. No way redraft. None of them. None of the tight ends there redraft. Better than Herndon. Who? Yaboa? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. Yaboa. Dude, they're yeah, stocked I mean, up on freaking tight ends. Shitty tight ends? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan Griffin was. He was. It's a game that he caught like three touchdowns in a few years ago. Everyone had it him, and then he immediately got hurt. Oh, Jets. They're like, they're like the Bears of last year. They've got like six or seven tight ends here. Like, what the fuck? Thanks. So then they're going to trade for Jimmy Green. He'll catch like nine red zone touchdowns. Because that wished out upon uh, Kenny Yaboa. So what about Yaboa? What what makes him more special than Ryan Griffin? He was going to be – before – um, before I did these diamond or diamond, what dynasty dumpster dive things, I had like an actual like kind of like a um fire sale type of thing of like a bunch of like low name. If you're in like a 16 team like league like us, uh, people you should stash from this year's draft class that are undrafted or you know just don't have much hype behind them. He was undrafted, much like you know, well, much like nobody else. He was the second most guaranteed money among all players in in the uh, undrafted free agent pool, right? I feel like money, you know, money kind of talks and the fact that the tight ends in front of them are nobody. Um, 
I don't know. He's athletic. He had big games against Alabama. Alabama, you know, one of the best defenses, one of the best schools in college football. And it's athletic, 22 years old, Ole Miss. You got swag, undrafted, with a lot of a lot of guaranteed money. It's like fifth-round guaranteed money on average or something like that it was, which looked nice. Um, I don't know. There's, there's a couple things in there. But he's nice. I mean, anybody's worth like a late bench stash. I mean, at this point, who are we drafting? Yeah. Mitchell Trubisky. I just Roy took Trayvon Grimes. Last and I still have four more picks. Yeah, I think Henry Obama went like 19th round, too. So. Which well, is the early. equivalent of like the 20, like fifth round in a regular 12 team draft. So, yeah, so pretty yeah, much literally like the last person on the team. We'll take him uh, over Chris Herndon. I would too. I would definitely too. That's all, all right. I got to say about my man. Yeah. All right. I feel like we're done with the Jets here. Jets are taking off. Who we got next? The Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. All right, we're going to get into this. Your coach of the Dolphins, the very fiery Brian Flores, who so far is proving to be, like, literally the only good coach in the Belichick coaching tree. And I say good coach lightly because my man hasn't done it quite yet. Now, this is also pending Joe Judge, who I believe they both went like 5-11, and 11, I think, but there were at least some positives. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Now, this tree, of course, features highlights such as Matt Patricia, Romeo Crennel, and my personal favorite, Bill O'Brien. So, not very good company there. So, good, good luck, Mr. Flores. I hope you don't end up like the last guys, you know, for your instinct, not for the Dolphins' sake. Screw the Dolphins'. Now, your quarterback. Huh. That uh that did not go as I expected, honestly. I, I was a big Tua fan. I was on the Tua over Herbert train. You stupid. But uh not not a great first impression. Now how is the off season going so far? <laughs> no not not good, huh? Oh, it's unfortunate. I don't care if it's raining. Get over it. Now uh Good luck, Dolphins fans. You know, you might, you guys might have the better Alabama quarterback, but you better fucking hope so, because uh, that first is going to be looking pretty tasty if if you're wrong. But we'll get back to that. How did the offseason go? The Dolphins did one of my favorite things this offseason. They cut Kyle Van Noy a year into his contract. Yet another example of a guy who leaves New England, signs a huge deal with the team. That team immediately feels buyer's remorse, cuts him. The guy goes back to New England probably just to win a few more rings because life is terrible. So look for that to happen. Uh, they also signed Will Fuller, which I thought was actually a pretty good signing. One year, solid little flyer. If he's good, he's good. If he's not, it's just a year. But uh, then the draft. And I'll tell you what. Player A. Player B. You traded an extra first for player B. So he better be pretty fucking good. And uh, – yeah, good luck, good luck with that. Now, I think they had a couple of uh, good value picks later on, like Holland, uh, the safety from Oregon, and Hunter Long. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about the defensive end from Miami or the Notre Dame tackle, but uh, neither do you because you're not a Dolphins fan because they don't exist. So who cares? They did some other stuff too, but it's really not important. All you need to know is that they let a certain someone walk, and you don't let that man walk if you have the chance. Uh, predictions? This is, this is honestly a tough one for me. Maybe the hardest so far. Now, I'll probably get like 34 to 36 of these wrong, 
out of like the 32 teams, but this is a tough one. So I'm giving them a floor of six and 11 and a ceiling of 12 and five. That's right. I don't fucking know what's going to happen. Right. Ask me in February. I'll have a better answer for you then. Guys, what do we got fancy? Very close to a floor of 0 and 17 and a ceiling of 17 and 0. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to give them a floor of 0 and 17 and a ceiling of 2 and 15. May oh. hell rain down on the Dolphins like no one has ever seen before. Only two has seen it in practice. Uh, speaking of Tua, we got Tua Tagovailoa, quarterback of the Dolphins. Uh, he's got some weapons this year. You know what I'm saying? Will Fuller, Jalen Waddle, Watson Parker still there. Preston Williams might come back and do something. Uh, doesn't have a running back. Maybe he does. Miles Gaskin, I don't really think anything special with that, but uh, they supposedly a, a report just came out today on Twitter. I've seen it, and uh, Dolphins are looking to be more aggressive downfield. I'm pretty sure last year they were one of the least aggressive teams. Like yeah, they brought in the pieces for it. Oh yeah, yeah, they got a bunch of playmakers downfield. Um, Tua wise, now Brandon, I feel like I know the answer for you, Alex. I don't know the answer for you. It's probably the same as Brandon's, but. Would you feel comfortable to uh, as your quarterback in redraft? Quarterback? Like, yeah. yeah, no. no Let's start no. now. No. But I feel like I couldn't imagine, like, if you're drafting a quarterback late, I, could if, feel, I feel like you could pick up another guy. I said, if you're just them. playing in a 12-team league, how the fuck do you end up with only two? How does you that even happen? You made a pretty huge mistake. That implies that pretty much everyone else is drafting backups, and you were like, I mean, if that's the case, like, if that were to happen, then sure. Like, if everyone's taking up a roster spot to draft backup quarterbacks, then, I mean, you you got the more players to pick from, and you ended up with two, which things could be worse. Yeah. I would not be thrilled about that. Ed? Can't tell if he froze or not. Temporary. Back. Oh, there he is. I froze. Great. Yeah. No, you're good. You're yeah, good you're good now. That's just for like a few seconds. Alrighty. So you have. I was looking at the ADP to see where he's getting drafted. So he is getting drafted at uh, 22. Yeah. Like 22nd quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I but it's also under out. players like Wentz, Cousins, Baker Mayfield, Ben Roethlisberger. I would not take him under any of those quarterbacks. Matt Ryan, I would also probably not take him under. Take Matt Ryan over him in redraft. Trey Lance going quarterback 24, which is a head scratcher. But I, don't, I don't know the accuracy of this, I guess. But, That's yeah, I, I, I would feel pretty comfortable, too. I'm not going to lie. The reasoning, he's got the playmakers. Is really it. And put some faith into him, I guess. And if not, you can play waiver wire quarterbacks. And yeah. It's pretty much you're not drafting a quarterback if you're going to with your quarterback. So. I don't know. I'm comfortable with it. Obviously, you could do better, but for redraft, I think he's a decent quarterback. Um, now, where are we going to go with this one? Dynasty. You guys have any confidence in him? Yeah. In Dynasty, yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, I want to say, like, if you're playing the waiver wire, like, you're, you're streaming quarterbacks, and that's your plan going into the season – Sure, I take Tua because if that's my plan going into the season, at least I get 
a young quarterback going into sophomore year and you might see improvement instead of getting like Kirk Cousins or Carson Wentz, who you kind of know what you're getting out of. So if your plan is to stream quarterbacks and you plan on just picking up a Ryan Fitzpatrick in the free agency a week later or whatever your plan is, I feel like Tua isn't the bad, like a bad way to go. But if you plan on like having him along the ride for a long period of time as your clear-cut starter, then I wouldn't have that expectation. That's fair. If that makes sense. Now, in uh, Dynasty – and Dynasty, I wouldn't mind having him. And I feel like in Dynasty, you would probably, if you're doing it right, you probably have him as a backup. So, mm. I, I guess know. I guess if you do a start, uh, like a Dynasty startup draft, you might have him as a starter. But I don't know. I feel I I just would assume that he wouldn't be like your QB one. I thought the uh, the uncertainty with his future and possibility of not even being a starter next year would actually make you guys more turned off to the fact that he's in the dynasty rather than redraft. But I guess redraft does make sense because there's 12 quarterbacks, you know, yada, yada, yada. But I don't know. I have him in dynasty, obviously. So I'm I'm in a place right now with him. I kind of like him, and I think he's going to have his weeks. Um, I obviously like him in redraft, but that's just my opinion. So I'd like really him in dynasty. Yeah. I mean, I had him. I was the one who traded him to you, and I think I I drove the price down more than I'd like to. I remember yeah. I was like, you offered up a second round pick, and then I I was like, that's a good second. Like that's a pretty good second. I have my quarterback. I've got decent backups, and I was like all in. And then I I played my hand too much. Yeah, you gave me a second, a third, and two for Patrick's second. Yeah. Which, in my defense, that's probably like a top five at the worst yeah. pick. So, I, I got a little gun-ho there. All righty, let's talk about the wide receivers, I guess, huh? Devontae sure. Parker, Jalen Waddle, and Will Fuller. Who are you taking above who? I guess Will Fuller would probably be the obvious one, right? Yeah. I don't. I don't like him. I don't, I don't want to talk to him. Well, I'd rather Fuller than the other two in a redraft. Honestly, I don't want any of them. And I don't really got because <laughs> I don't really want for the game. Like, I mean, you can't be me. like, who are you going to get out of these three? And then just be like, I want none of them. Yeah. Well, I'm no, not no, no. Who do you want? Like, who do you want? <laughs> I would I would take Fuller. I would take him. Do you want him? Or are you just going to pick him over the top? Or like, above um, among the three, you're going to go Will Fuller. I would go Will Fuller, yeah. I would want him. And I feel like you could probably easily want him compared to the other two. Because I feel like you could get him as you could probably fill your running back and wide receiver set and then use him as a flex. Yeah. uh, I feel like that's around the time you'd need to take him. And I feel like Fuller as a flex play is better than like we discussed last week on last week's podcast, uh, Odell Beckham as your flex play. I, I believe that was a situation over Fuller. Yeah. Much rather have Fuller. <laughs> Much rather have Fuller. Yeah. <laughs> That's not even close. Yeah, that. <laughs> I'm be. sorry, Ed. I mean, he's a wide receiver one when he's on the field. Yeah, I think. When he was with I Sean think, Watson, uh, he was. So no offense to Tua, but Tua is not Sean Watson. Sean Watson is one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. 
Especially getting the deep ball to him more accurately, 100%. I think he'll be fine. Obviously, Watson is better than two. As long as he's on the field, I feel like he'll be fine. Maybe he won't be, like, as good, but I'll take that over Odell. I'd probably rather have Waddle at his price than I would have before. Devontae Parker's a meh to me. So. Yeah, I don't really care about Parker anymore. I don't want Waddle either, honestly, in any circumstance because I feel like he's maybe getting a little bit too much hype, but I'm just prepared to watch that happen. Is he getting hype? I, I don't I feel like he's going higher in rookie drafts than other receivers that I'd rather have. Just ba- I think just based off draft capital, honestly. Yeah. I remember I, mean, I remember before the draft, uh, we did rankings for these these rookies. I listed Jalen Waddle pretty low and you guys gave me so much shit for. It. <laughs> and now it's kind of like Yeah, I remember I had a few guys ahead of him and you guys were Yeah, you had Diami Brown ahead of him. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we <laughs> were just giving you shit for that. Maybe I feel like that, that was one. I feel like that was pretty much it. I, I mean, my opinion of Waddle has. I think I had Rondale Moore ahead of him, and I, I remember I that was that was disgusting. It was awful. I feel like those two were very like similar-ish players, except Waddle maybe didn't perform better because Waddle was like didn't really play a whole lot. So yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm I'm good on that. I'm gonna let someone else deal with that. I'm, I'm out on pretty much all of Miami. Don't like the chemistry between Tua and Waddle. I do. I don't want any of it. I took Will Fuller in the dynasty draft because there was literally no receivers after him. Yeah, I was – yeah, that was the guy I was going after. I couldn't even pick. believe after I made that pick the other receivers that were on the board. I was like, holy shit, I didn't even realize that. I got to go back and look at who I picked after him. I want to see – because I remember I was – I think I might have traded back. To be honest, I just know that receivers that were, were. We were looking at uh, Brandon Cooks, Terrace Marshall, Amon Rossi Brown, Rager, Darnell Mooney, Mike Williams, Marquise Brown. Oh, that might be a spicy one. I'd probably take Marquise Brown over Will Fuller. But I just want to see Will Fuller. So, uh, yeah, I traded back, and I was hoping to get Darnell Mooney, but then. Someone took Mooney, and I ended up getting Kadarius Tony. But I moved back a whole round, and I got two players. I needed a quarterback at that place, so I got Tannehill. But regardless, Will Fuller is probably my favorite. Uh, you say running back? Oh, no, no, go ahead. Will Fuller's your favorite top three. Yeah, I was just saying, he's my favorite out of the three. I do like the chemistry between Waddle and Tua. So, I mean, if Waddle's ADP falls, Fuck it. Just end up taking him. If he's a bench stash, why not? You'll probably end up seeing whether or not he's utilized by week one or week two. So take him. Run with it. It's like, who are you really drafting around Waddle? Yeah, around Waddle and redraft. Probably guys like, I I don't even know. (laughs) I I can't even, like, gauge where he's at in the ADP. But, I feel like I'd rather have some of the other rookies, I think. Like who? I'll take Elijah Moore as well. Well, I feel like Elijah Moore is going to be significantly higher by at least a round or two. 
I don't know. I haven't done. I haven't seen any redraft ADPs yet. He's looking at a uh, Lavisca Chenault, Corey Davis, AB, Michael Gallup, T.Y. Hilton, Marvin Jones, Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker's above him. Why is Lavisca Schultz in with those names? That's a good Chenault. question. Hell if I know. And Marvin That's Jones. Wild. With those names. <laughs> it's a little, a little too low. All right. Uh, running do backs. We care, do we care about running back here? It's like Miles Gaskin oh, yeah. for like a season and like. Someone named Jared Dokes is there. I feel like someone's going to pop up on this. Miami is prime territory for a James Robinson-esque emergence like last year. We just – I'll be damned if I know who that's going to be. I meant meant like some veteran's going to pop up here. Like Like Todd Gurley? Todd Gurley. Gurley. Avion Bell? No. Avion Bell. Come to Miami. Enjoy your head. Enjoy the last end of your career at Miami. (laughs) Leon Bell is trying his artist to not get signed to another team again. Yeah, I'm not sure what that was all about with the whole Andy Reid shit, but not yeah. smart is Patrick what it is. Li- uh, Lard. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with Ed. Stop, stop. <laughs> Just don't. We're not, we're not doing this. Like tight ends. Come on, let's hear some tight ends. Ed, you're the tight end whisperer. Mike, Mike Kosicki is going to – what's he got, like two more years in his deal or something like that? Yeah, He's going to continue to be that guy that did better than he thought he did but not good enough for it to matter. And then hopefully Hunter Long can step in and just do the same exact thing for a couple of seasons and then they'll move on to somebody else. Facts, not fiction. Let's get on to the third team. Not fiction. Tired of the Dolphins. Oh, oh, speaking of shit that I'm tired of. New England Patriots, your coach, the Dark Lord himself, Bill Belichick. Seriously, man, am I supposed to believe that you only stole the Bengals playbook that year? They won, like, what, one fucking game? Am I supposed to believe... That you only stole their playbook. That's the team we needed to cheat for, not the Ravens, not whoever the hell else was good that season. The the the, the Bengals, the Bengals that finished with the worst record. Like, that's the team we had to cheat for. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I I disagree. Uh, anyway, besides that, there've been a lot of comments so far this offseason about how New England is only only ever because of Brady, and not because of Bill. And, you know, I mean, that's true to a point because, like, Brady's Brady and, like, you're not getting the six Super Bowls or whatever, five or whatever the fuck it was without him. Six. Because, you know, he's Brady. But keep in mind, they still managed to go 7-9 with, A, Cam Newton and his corpse of his shoulder playing QB. The 11th play for the Patriots. And it's intercepted by Warren. See, that that there's not going to do it. Uh, B. No receivers to speak of outside of Ed's favorite player in the world. And C, a defense that pretty much opted out in unison last year. So we should all just go ahead and hope that Mac Jones doesn't pan out or else we're just going to be in for more of the same bullshit. Now, speaking of Mac Jones, that's the quarterback, not not Newton. I, I know that Newton's going to start the season, but Newton is not determining their future trajectory. He's just a placeholder in the same way that Jimmy G exists in San Francisco for now. And, you know, Andy Dalton as well. Now, the the guy that's determining your future in New England is uh, this man. This man right here. 
I'll finish the sentence for him. Quarterback Alabama, Mac Jones, the Knicks say. Now, hopefully he's more Jimmy than Brady because I can't deal with this shit for another 15 years. I just – I won't have it. Now, how did the offseason go? We did a very un-Belichick thing. We spent a fuck ton of money, especially on offense. By my count, $126 million on four different guys. And sure, some of that money isn't ever going to see those players, but shut up. Don't, don't ruin my narrative. That's, that's my narrative. Leave it alone. Now, $126 million, man, that's, that's a lot. And who are those four guys, you might ask? Johnny Gallada. What the fuck are you talking about? Johnny Smith, Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar, and Kendrick Bourne, all of whom work from, like, the best spot on the field. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. So that's, that's neat. They also signed some solid front seven guys, but you don't care about that. And uh, this isn't exactly an off-season move, but they will get, like, half their defense back from not acting out, hopefully, for their sake, including the uh, aforementioned Kyle Van Noy. So that's, that's unfortunate. They also got Trent Brown back in another case of the uh, guy who left New England only to come right back. So that's also annoying. Uh, in the draft, obviously, Jones, that's the big name. They also snagged some defensive dudes who fell in some of the later rounds that will probably be all pros from day one because the world sucks as well as a running back that everyone likes, despite the fact that this backfield is, has been, and always will be a fucking minefield. So I don't really even feel the need to mention that. We'll get there. Now, anything else that happened is irrelevant. Take my word for it. Prediction-wise, I'm going to give him a floor of 7 and 10 and a ceiling of 12 and 5 with potentially great defense and acceptable quarterback play driving that. Hopefully that will not be the case, and hopefully they will not be in the playoffs because it is someone else's turn. Please retire, Bill. Sick of this shit. That's a lot it. more precise than uh, the last team. Their Slightly. Yeah. I like it. I like the record prediction. I like the uh, little talk. Definitely definitely agree on a lot of things, especially with uh, Cam Moon probably being starter week one. Yeah. Uh, Mac Jones being the starter from there on out. Now, Mac Jones. Mac Mac. I don't know what to make of him. I'm not going to lie to you. I really don't. I, I traded for him in Dynasty thinking, you know, maybe they surround him with, you know, the talent like they have, Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, and then a bunch of scrubs to kind of look cool while Jacoby Myers takes over. By the way, shout thank you for the shout-out, Alex. But um, I, I don't know. I really don't know what to make of him, you know, because he had all these weapons at Alabama, you know. And then you have these – Weapons, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar. So they basically signed like four slot receivers. Literally, they have like to go a, with their slot receiver. Yeah, and to go with their two tight ends. So they don't really have anybody to really play outside strength. I don't strange. know if it's legal to stack slot receivers, but I want them to do that. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Just four of them in a vertical line. <laughs> that would be a Patriots thing, and then Patriots they would thing. they would break the league with that, and then <laughs> you would hate the Patriots from there. No, and then every no. other team would copy it, and it, would, it wouldn't work at all. No, no, not at all. Though, um, I'm pretty sure nobody – I'd, eh, the quarterbacks redraft nobody. I'm not touching them. Um, unless Mac Jones gets hurt, Cam Newton might be a decent waiver-wire quarterback just because, of, you know, rushing touchdowns, whatever. I guess, um, technically. If Cam Newton is not starting, however, you have Mac Jones starting. 
that that gives the running back some some life. You know what I mean? Because they have the ability to get those touches that they weren't getting, especially red zone touches that uh, Cam Newton's been stealing. Come on, Great robbery. You got to show a picture of Cam Newton just running right now. It's like, I don't know. He's, he's robbing him. He's robbing him. Um, Damien Harris. Is he the running back one here? Yes. Yeah. That was very cool, quick and clear. Um, <laughs> Were you guess, not I expecting that? I, well, I mean, that's still subject to change. I don't take back what I said about them being a minefield. That's fair. That is fair, yeah. At the moment, I guess he is the running back one. So, don't know why I asked the question. No. <laughs> James White, is he relevant at all? Maybe. I don't think so. It might be if Mac Jones plays a lot. But I don't know. I don't know. I've yet to see Mac Jones play. I don't know what he's going to do. Maybe he's going to try to be Brady and he's going to check it down all the time. If Mac Jones is good, I see this offense being highly successful. Highly? Highly, highly successful. Solid. I like it a lot. Like top 10 scoring successful? Possibly. I know that's a hot take, but I, I really like what they did. I think it could work. They're successful. They, these pieces play right into what they used to have. I mean, I know it's not Tom Brady, obviously, but I, was say, I mean, the play calling—the play calling is still the same. Also, I don't think either of them is Robert Gronkowski. I'm not saying. And neither of those guys are Julian Edelman. They're still two, two really good tight ends, athletic tight ends. That's that's played well, and also their wide receivers they brought on. I mean, yeah, they're not Julian Edelman, but Nelson Aguilar, when he plays hot, he plays hot. Like, I, especially I like if it's both a of them are worse than the receiver his... that they still currently have. And Nelson Aguilar is better as a guy that you kind of forget's on the team, which is why he gets open. Oh, shit, he plays there. Oh, God, I didn't know that. I don't know. I, I see this team as an underdog. I, I like it. I like underdog teams, and I like this offense, to be honest. At first, I was like, what the fuck are anymore. they doing with, with the two tight ends? But I've, I've grown to actually kind of like it. It's interesting to say the least. I don't, I'm not going to bet against them because it's the Patriots, you know what I mean? But if it was any other team with this, you know, wide receiving group, uh, oh, yeah. running backs, it would be no. I'm, yeah, I'm no, I, I totally agree. Like, if it was any other team, any other coach, I'd be like, they're insane. That's not going to work. Yeah. But at the same time, we've seen this same coach have, I mean, similar, maybe an off-brand-like roster, and he made it work. I think they and had I the on-brand. This is of, the great value. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This roster. is the off-brand roster, but off-brand foods can still be just as delicious and at a discount. So fuck it. I don't Nelson think Aguilar. I don't think they got a discount. I don't know if you heard me, but that wasn't discount. Did you miss the hundred? I know that's why million? I said that's why I said you'd think they'd si- they would have signed uh, Kenny Galladay with that number. I'm saying in in fantasy football, it's a discount. Like you're buying these wide receivers at a discount. I mean, for me, it's Nelson Aguilar and Jacoby Myers are the two names I'd go after. Uh, I even like Johnny Smith a lot because, I mean, there's been times when uh, Belichick has actually, like, complimented Johnny in, like, press conferences. I don't know if it was just one time, but I heard that he did did praise Johnny Smith, and then he immediately signed him. 
The like, fact that he hasn't left priority. him outside to starve is honestly a good sign. Yeah, well. No, I'm low-key excited for this offense. I, if I, think I ever upside. hear you talk about rooting for the Patriots again, I will beat you at brick. I root for them now because it's a different regime. No, it's not. It's, I mean, different. You know, <laughs> no, Tom Brady's not. not there. Come on. It's different. It's okay, a different but the guy feel. that cheated against us at the Super Bowl is still there. Oh, I don't hold grudges, I guess. We beat them years later, so, I mean. doesn't matter. I'm intrigued by Ramondre Stevenson and Dynasty. Just want to put that out there. I know we'd get there. She's giving it time. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say that. There's not much to it, to be honest. I mean, we were just going to not mention him. I oh. haven't brought it up because I know we've talked about Ramondre a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, I have. Yeah. Is Tony Michelle in a body bag? Oh, is Sony Michelle in a body bag? I think Sony Michelle is. He's in the board. He already completed the autopsy on himself. I'm surprised they even cut his ass. I think he. I think he will be soon. Maybe Belichick will be doing the. Autopsy, I don't think cutting him. There's any way that he'll be on the roster the following season. So, at all. No way. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, I don't know where it all went wrong. I feel like maybe he just wasn't that good at Georgia. Fair. Your friendly reminder that he they took him in the first and Nick Chubb went in the second. They were both from the same school. Oh, God. Pain. Well, that's a segue right out of this team. We're done with this team? Yes, we are done. I we're am. I mean, I'm don't tell me twice. Buffalo Bills, we're moving on. Uh, your coach, Buffalo Bills, Sean McDermott. Uh, I mean, boring but effective, I suppose. I guess it's just because it's Buffalo. The idea of Buffalo is boring. Uh, regardless, uh, dude's been a good coordinator and a solid head coach. I mean, Buffalo's seen good times under him for the most part. They broke their playoff drought, yada, yada, yada. They've done good, except for this. Peter Mann picked off Joseph, and he will go! Nathan Peterman. Enough said. This man brought you that. Nathan Peterman. Brought to you by Sean McDermott. Never forget. Speaking of quarterbacks, your quarterback, not Peterman anymore, unfortunately. Uh, Josh Allen, who, as far as I'm aware of, used to suck. I mean, shit, if this was last year, I'd be making fun of him. But now he probably, like, I think he's one of the most exciting dudes in the game up there at the Mahomes, Watsons, Lamars in the world. Uh, dude put a lot of effort into changing, like, his throwing mechanics and just the way he plays football, and I, it really paid off. Although, management is clearly trying to push this a bit too far with Trubisky, man. I mean, the dude's already turned his own career around. Don't ask him to do it again. Like, you're putting a lot on this man's plate. Now, as for the offseason, not really a whole lot going on there. I mean, you're already a title contender, so I guess you're just doing some tweaks. They re-signed some pretty important free agents, like Milano, some linemen, you know, whatever, we don't care. Uh, we swapped out one effective old guy in John Brown for another effective old guy in Emmanuel Sanders. So that's neat. Uh, in the draft, we went end and tackle tackle. Boring. Boring. No one watching this gives a shit about that. So I'll just get right into the predictions here. 
Uh, they should be poised for another very good season, enough to beat the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm giving them a better chance than the Browns. Put, put it that way. Uh, say a floor of 11 and 6 and a ceiling of 15 and 2. And even I will not outright dismiss them. Did you uh, bring up their uh, signed quarterback that they picked up? Mitchell Trubisky? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Okay. So want to make sure oh, we didn't skip I think over I said, And I quote, Mitch. management is clearly trying to push this a bit too far with Trubisky. Josh Allen already turned <laughs> his own career around. Don't ask him to do it twice. Word for word. That was beautiful. Something like that. You're already asking well him to win a Super Bowl. Now you want him to turn Mitch Trubisky's career around? Like, bro, come on now. Oh, there are only so many hours in the day. Yeah. Very true. All right, yeah, I mean. All jokes aside, I mean, solid backup quarterback, but I'm going to make some of them regardless. Yeah. All right, we got Josh Allen. Are you taking Josh Allen? Yes. No, keep going. Yes, for Brandon. (laughs) Are you taking him above any of these names listed? Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. I take him over Kyler Murray. I don't think I'm taking him over any of them. I, I think I'm I might talking, take him over Lamar too. I was gonna honestly. I, I honestly think I would too. I would have Mahomes at one, and then the next three guys are. My thing is though, I feel like those four dudes are gonna be like all collecting like top five finishes for a lot of time. So it's just really gonna be a matter of what year it happens to be. I mean, Mahomes was one the previous year. Uh, Allen was one, or no. Mahomes was one like two years ago, then Lamar, and now Allen. Maybe it's Kyler next year. Maybe it's Mahomes the next yeah. year. Maybe it's Allen. You know, I, I, I feel like we're kind of just splitting hairs at that point. I mean, if you want an elite quarterback, those four guys are – none of those are bad options. For me, it's Mahomes is one, Josh Allen's 2A, Kyler's 2B, Lamar's 3. I would say Kyler one, Lamar two, Mahomes three, Allen four. Well, straight. There. My only the only things that I see with Kyler, I I mean obviously I think it's within his like outcomes. That's I'm not taking that away from him. Absolutely not. I what I do think is taking away from him is Cliff Kingsbury. That's, Cliff will that's, be fired soon enough. So, well, I mean, if that's the it's case, a redraft concern, but that's not a dynasty concern. I think they're going to fire his ass this year after they underachieve again, and someone's like, "Wow, what the hell's going wrong here?" That is my concern with that. That's not even a concern. Like, if I had the chance, I would take Kyler. So it's like I'm not not taking Kyler because of it. I'm just more excited for Josh enough. Allen. And what, between Josh Allen and Lamar, I don't know. I feel like I like Josh Allen's arm better than I do Lamar's arm. And I feel like, I mean, Allen has – I mean, Lamar's the best rusher, QB running running quarterback in the NFL. But, I mean, I think Josh Allen's arm makes up for that, that like, difference. My thing is that last year Allen had a lot of success, like, in a kind of Mahomes-like way, in, like, plays that have already broken down. 
And that's kind of hard to scheme for as a defense. Like, you saw defenses kind of like – and they didn't shut down Lamar, but I think they had a better plan of attack to stopping him, like, in year two, or I guess technically year three. But I, I think with Allen, that's kind of just a struggle because he can run and he can pass. And, like, when you can throw a ball, like, 60 yards while sprinting out of bounds – and you've got the vision to do that, and you've got the like the eyes to make all of those throws. It's it's kind of hard to keep him down. Like I don't. Yeah. I, I, think, I think he should continue to put up numbers. Oh, he will. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Regresses. All righty. Well, that's a guarantee. Uh, Josh Allen. If you need a good quarterback, is a good quarterback. Point blank. Period. Um, who would have thought we'd be saying that? Two years ago. Two years Not me. Ago, really, who would have thought about that? I Honestly, even going back to that playoff game against the, the Texans, I don't think he was good in it. I think they had a good opening quarter, and, like, that, like, rushing touchdown they had was, like, good. But I think after – or no, no, their receiving touchdown he had and, like, the rush that set up, like, that drive was good. But I think most of that game was then spent, like, him playing poorly. I will say two years ago, I was hyped about – Josh Allen a year ago, I wasn't, <laughs> and then now I'm back to. Uh, more I mean, than this should I be was. a lesson to like every bust out there. It doesn't have to be because like the yeah. dude put a ton of work in, like overhauling the way he played the sport, and it clearly worked out. So you know, if you struggle, you should look at him. That's a true. They change throwing hands. <laughs> it's, a, it's a worthwhile strategy. Alrighty, let's get into, uh, I guess, running backs, just because I feel like there's more discussion here, I guess you could say. Um, Singletary or Moss or even Breda? Moss. I, Moss. Moss, yeah, I agree. It was the third name you said? Breda. Not Breda. Oh, yeah. Oh, he went there. No. I'm still going Moss. Yeah, I, I've been – the thing is with Moss, I've been liking him too much, I guess you could say, to a, to a fault. Like – He's good individually, like creating ours and whatnot and just breaking tackles, but the volume's not there, one. Uh, the red zone carries, he's not getting. That's another negative. And the fact that he's splitting carries with Singletary and his receiving works, no. It's like it's not a good recipe, but at the same time, like just, I still see the possibility of him being selfish. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think he's better than Singletary, but I don't really want running backs from that backfield. I would – I. I, I want to say the same thing, but at the same time, like I like the offense is just so high powered. And say if Singletary does go down, Zach Moss gets all those carries, and he might still have possibility of putting touchdowns on top of that. So it's like his range of outcomes is probably the widest. I guess I I would say of the group. I mean, I would agree with that. I just think their ceiling is just capped a bit by the way that Josh Allen plays and the fact that they like to split their running backs up. True. Very true. All righty, Brandon, any discussion on running backs? No, you guys covered it. All right, let's go to these people that run out, catch the ball. Wide out. And then dig. Stephon Diggs, how are you feeling about Stephon Diggs this year? He's a wide receiver one. Yeah. Indeed. That's indeed. pretty much it. It's all she wrote, eh? All right. Are you going to continue to be an upper wide receiver one? Do you guys see him as like – the DeAndre, the new, like, DeAndre, the up-and-coming, like, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, isn't he already, like, 27, 28? Uh, let me look. He's 27. 
don't really know, like, up and coming. I mean, I mean DeAndre Hopkins was 27 when he was known as, like, DeAndre Hopkins. Like, I mean, it clearly <laughs> took, like, his, him moving to Buffalo and getting, like, more targets to be that guy, but I think he is that guy now. Yeah, that's fair. That, I, 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 I have a hard time – not that I don't think he is. I just – I don't know. I have a hard time thinking of him as, like, that guy. I agree. Not saying I, he's not. I'm just group, saying it's – I'm, like, hesitant on it, kind of. It's weird. Well, when I see that group with, like, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs, ADP, yeah. he's going above DeAndre Hopkins under Hill and Adams. I see that group, I'm just like, he looks like he shouldn't belong there. But, like, after last year, you can't really debate That's that. how I'm feeling. And I just wanted to gauge where you guys were at because, like, because <laughs> that, that what you just said was exactly how I was feeling. But yeah, like, I still consciously think that I try not to say it out loud, but I had to. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really have any fear in him because he's in the prime of his career and he's, like, very clearly the number one option on that offense. But it's fair. Speaking of number one options, let's get into number two. Ooh, Who do you guys think will be the second most targeted player on this team? You guys thinking, let me let me list some names for you. Manuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, Isaiah Hodgins, Dawson Knox. I, I mean, I'm going Cole Beasley if he plays more than, like, 12 games. That's fair. I mean, he played through, like, a broken leg last year, didn't he? Yeah. Fibula, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. Sure. Something like that. I mean, assuming he's the slot receiver, I think he's – yeah, gotta, gotta go with uh, the most targets. I mean, if he King went Cole. down, then I, I guess uh, Sanders, Sanders enters the conversation. Yeah, and like I, Davis could be a worthwhile flyer. I that's that's the difference here. It's like I like me some Gabriel Davis last year. I like both of their big wide receivers they drafted Davis and Hodgins, and like Davis did show up last year with an immense amount of touchdowns. So he had his weeks here and there, but like. If I'm going dynasty-wise, I think I want Hodgins. Just because, like, I think we've seen the most out of Davis that we that we could possibly see. Hodgins, we haven't seen a single speck of anything. He hasn't played. And there's been, like, you know, comments from Josh Allen from the coaches and whatnot saying, like, the things that he's good at. And it's just, like, it's strange to hear because he's so big and he has short area quickness that's, like, amazing. And, like, there's nobody else other than Stephon Diggs that's that big. Well, Stephon Diggs isn't that big. You know what I'm saying? Like decent size with also short area quickness and just quickness in general as a catchability. It's like it's a unique skill set he has, and it's kind of intriguing to me in dynasty formats. Obviously, no experience so far, but I mean, I I don't know. He's I like the sound yet. of it. I don't I don't have much knowledge on this man, but what you just explained as a player, I would stash on my my bench. Yeah, and also the fact that their team is just so pass heavy. I mean, you can get Hodgins in Dynasty for, like, literally nothing. So yeah, and Gabriel Davis, you would probably have to trade something for him. Exactly. Manuel Sanders. Oh, nah. Really? I mean, I feel like he's a solid redraft flyer. Or Dynasty, if, you, if he's just floating around on the waiver wire. I agree. I think he should be uh, productive in a few weeks here and there. Obviously not consistent like he was. Well, was he last year? I don't know. But he, especially if Cole Beasley. So if Beasley went down for whatever reason, I would assume Sanders would step into that slot receiver role. And then for as long as he stays upright, that would be pretty promising. 
It's crazy that he's 34 and still has it. Is he 34? I don't know. Really I, I think he's something like that. If he's not yet, he's he's about to be. He is 34. And well, outside he, uh, of the wide receivers, unless you guys had more to say about. Okay. Don't care about Who's the tight end one? Jacob Hollister? It's a good question. Or Dawson Knox? I'm going to call it right here, right now. It's Jacob Hollister. I'm going to say Knox, but I'm going to say that I also don't care about him. So. I'm going to say Tyler Croft. Who did you say? He's on the Jets. I was going to say, I know he's not on the Bills. I don't know where he is. But he's somewhere. that. Uh, I don't know, dude. It's actually kind of hard. I'm not going to lie to you. I, w- I would say Knox just because, you know, he's been there for a few years now and he's he needs to improve. You know, he's going to improve. Inevitably, you think. Maybe not. I mean, why would they bring in Hollister? I don't know. I'm going to go Hollister. Let me say Hollister. I'm going Hollister. I'm not going to care You're about either of them. So. Alex think, doesn't play games. I don't think they matter. This, play fun games, but I don't think either of these guys matter. Speaking of games, we're hopping on Warzone after this pod. <laughs> So, uh, like, comment, share, and subscribe. Anybody else got any words for these hooligans? Nope. Please put all of your negative comments in the chat. I I want all of it. I want more hatred. And positive. Let the hate flow through you. Brandon, I'm sure you probably can't chop this out and put it at the beginning, but I want to say shout-out to the Germans and the United Kingdom people who listen to our podcast on Spotify. That's dope. Pretty dope. Yes. I just clicked on one by neat. accident and said, Seeing "Get it. out of here." But I do want to shout them people out. Because now, is it really on accident? Because that's pretty impossible. You would have to search up first choice podcasts, scroll down a ton, and then find hours. Accidentally click on it and then press play. Oh. Maybe they pocket dialed us. <laughs> yeah, they pocket played us on Spotify. Uh, pocket Spotify us. But nice. We're on Spotify. Hey, if you didn't we'll get take that. It. Do appreciate all of them, Bob. Not just the Germans, not just the British, um, even the Americans, and everything in between. Uh, I guess that kind of signs us off. Uh, what's what's coming next week, boys? It's me. Another division. Stay tuned. Another division. It's randomized. We randomized it. Who who wants to go down the list? We want to do it randomized. We're not going down the list. I'll throw it in the video. It'll be up there. All right. All right without further ado. Peace, Hans. Later! <laughs> <laughs>